On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective, with pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Saturday, February 26th, Ian Cameron. We got Vito in the house, our weekend warrior, and we got Jake Hahn back with us for another Saturday edition of the Ice Guys. He was with us a couple weeks ago, did a great job. And I like that he throws out player props as well, which is something I've gotten into a lot more the last week or so, and really all season, but especially the last week. Uh, ready to break down the Saturday card. Doesn't get any better than this. It starts with Edmonton, Florida. You got Rangers, Pittsburgh, an ABC national TV game in the States, which will be a good one. You've got the Nissan Stadium in Tennessee, a stadium series outdoor game, Tampa Bay, Nashville. You've got uh, Colorado, Vegas late tonight, which is a great rivalry, should be a great game, and Minnesota, Calgary as well. So it's just uh, a terrific day of hockey. So uh, let's get right to it. We will start with the first game of the day, and it should be a good one here. Edmonton Oilers uh, taking on the Florida Panthers here. We've got uh, Edmonton right now currently uh, minus or Florida minus 200 home favorites, seven the total uh, in this game. Look, these Florida totals now, people are getting wise to them. You're not you're seeing seven. It's pretty much in the majority of these games. The last couple Columbus, Florida, we're seeing the same movement as that game with this total six and a half up to seven. It's kind of hard to argue with it with the way Florida is scoring and the way they're all of a sudden allowing goals as well. You know, Nashville lights them up at home in their loss earlier this week. And then the same thing with Columbus in back-to-back loss. Now that was Jonas Johansson in net, who oftentimes is a far below average goaltender. But still, they've got some issues right now, Florida at the defensive end. Bobrovsky back in net for them today. Uh, He was the one that was in net when they lost to Nashville earlier in the week. And really, they've got some defensive issues to try to shore up. Edmonton is going to Miko Koskinen. Good on Jay Woodcroft. If Mike Smith plays even a little bit better, a little bit better, they might have beaten Tampa Bay the other night because I thought they played a really good game. I thought the chances they gave up were not that great. Unfortunately, you need your goalie to be better than Mike Smith was in that loss to the Lightning. They turned to Koskinen today. We'll see if it makes a difference here for the Oilers. I'm going to try the Oilers one more time here as a big dog today. I'm going to split it up first period, full game split. It's what I've been doing with the bigger underdogs lately. Thank goodness I did it with Winnipeg because things fell apart for them after the first period. But I took them first period and full game last night thinking it was a tricky spot for Colorado with them playing Vegas tonight. But Winnipeg just crumbled uh, after the first period. So I'm going to do that today. Edmonton, first period, plus 150, plus 160 in some spots, and also full game, plus 180. Uh, I like the uh, first period over as well. Uh, It's two, uh, but I I like that. I think you'll see goals early. I lean to the full game over too. I wouldn't want the under, but it's pretty high. And they might actually get a bump in net from Koskinen, who's actually – played pretty well the last start he was he had 
was very good for Edmonton. Jake, what do you think here? Oilers, Panthers. Yeah, well, it is a good thing that you took the Winnipeg first period last night because Winnipeg's a team that is tough to trust with a lead. So they get out to that early lead and then it evaporates pretty quickly against Colorado. So I do like that strategy. If you target a, a, a dog at a healthy price, that way you could at least get something out of it if they do blow that lead for you. I like a lot of the things you said about the Oilers, Ian. I, I think watching that game the other night against Tampa Bay, I saw a lot of the same things that you did. I actually thought that they were the better team in that game. It's just Tampa had the better goaltender. And oftentimes, Tampa has the better goaltender over teams with Vasilevsky in net. But it just seems like that's something that's always holding the Oilers back from playing against these top teams. And these are the types of teams that I think give the Oilers the most problems are, are teams that are really deep teams that can roll four lines that they just can't seem to match up against. All that being said, I do think that they've played much better recently. And if I am looking at playing a money line side, it would be the Edmonton Oilers uh, in this situation, just because it is, it's a big price. And I just don't think that I can back uh, Florida at the current price right now, just because they've had their struggles defensively right now. They're struggling to get goaltending as well. Both of these teams are really struggling to get goaltending. So it could lead to another high scoring game. It's getting more and more difficult to take the overs in these Panthers games because we're seeing sevens. We're seeing it creep up to seven and a half if you want to get plus money on it as well. So I will look to the, the, the player prop angle here once again. I think it should be a high event game with a lot of shots on goal. I grabbed an Alexander Barkov over over three and a half shots at around plus 120, which I think is a pretty good price for Barkov. He oftentimes lives in that three to four shot range. So I like that. I think that's some value. And I also grabbed a, an early line on Sam Reinhart, who's been shooting the puck a lot. I got a plus 130 on him at over two and a half shots on goal. He's on that Panthers first power play unit. He plays even strength on the second line as well. So these are two guys getting plus money on the over shots that I, I think are worth uh, are worth a shot in a game where I think Florida could have like 35 to 40 shots. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, in agreement there. Uh, I'm looking at Evander Kane and that he's gotten over two and a half shots eight of the last 10 games. But the problem is you got to lay significant juice there. So I might stay off that minus 180. I, in I don't spots. mind Zach Hyman as well, Ian. I, I think yes. uh, he's kind of locked into that top line. I think he's been getting some top power play time as well. He's fallen under the past couple of games, but just barely under. And you get plus money for his over two and a half. So if you're looking for an oiler, uh, usually you got to play three and a halfs for Kane and McDavid and Dreisaitl. But the nice thing about Hyman, it's usually two and a half and you get some plus money. So I don't mind Zach Hyman. And I like plus 210 for him to score a goal. And I've yeah. been on that quite a bit. You do the math, six out of the last 10 games, he's at least scored one goal. You do the math, plus 210, it's a good price to have on your side for a guy that scored in six of the last 10 games. So I like that goal score prop for the Oilers. How about you, Vito, Edmonton, Florida? Uh, yeah, J jumping right to the props so I don't uh, forget. Yeah, I had Hyman circled as well. And for Florida guys, actually, I have Eggblood. He's putting up a lot of shots as a D-man and yes. he's scoring a goal. So yeah, something to watch on definitely, Mr. Eggblood. And yeah, talking about this game, if you just watch Edmonton, they play Carolina tomorrow. So if they want to win one of these games, that should happen today because I think Carolina is too tough to play Carolina on the next day after Florida. And another thing is that Florida won Oilers this year in Edmonton 6-0. to zero. So that's something, guys, I think I uh, like to watch, you know. So I think uh, Oilers has a big point to play this game. I think Florida also will be very good in this game after two loses. Uh, Cannot guess the winner here. I would go with over here, but I think over is at seven. So this is definitely something you should watch in game. If there's no scores early, then you can jump on this adjusted number. Otherwise, yeah, I don't have a side actually in this game. I think Edmonton have a decent chance to win as well. 
And uh, you, no, nobody should ask us now, you know, wait a minute. Uh, you don't like it, the total pregame betting it live. You should be experts now. Be, you know why? Because you've been watching our bet casts every Tuesday night so far here with the ice guys. At least I hope you have been. And we've been taking advantage of these situations where we see totals that are seven and six and a half. We wait, uh, Jake, for these first five, ten minutes of the game to elapse, and suddenly these totals drop to five and a half, and you get a plus number or even money with some of them. And these are consistently great bets that win more often than not. You know, you take advantage of these situations. It's been like clockwork on our bet casts this year. Let me add real quick. I think, yeah, Oilers actually team total. If you guys can find like over two and a half goals, and that's a great bet. If, if, yeah. I think it's twist, and I think there is no value to be honest. I don't yeah, know. It's at three least and a half at plus price. Yeah, three and a half plus one thirty is what I'm seeing with their team total. That's why I would go. I guess full game because Florida yeah. also will score. I guess on Koskinen, which haven't played for some time. He hasn't played for some time, but the last time he did play, he's better. Yeah. And at this point, anybody might be better than Mike Smith at the moment because I did, I just didn't like what I saw against Tampa. Uh, Washington, Philadelphia. We got Washington minus 170 road favorites, six the total in this game. Uh, for Washington, it was a listless performance against the Rangers. Uh, Ovechkin coming under scrutiny. I mean, it was all over television yesterday for his, uh, quote-unquote, from some people, mealy-mouth comments regarding the whole Russia-Ukraine situation, which is just a sad state of affairs there. What's going on there? Our thoughts and prayers to the people in Ukraine. Certainly, that's awful. He didn't really come to a staunch defense of uh, uh, and there being no war uh, for, from Ovechkin because he's got a personal relationship with Putin. But that's another story. He's under fire for that. You got to wonder if that's going to impact him on the ice a little bit. I mean, this is a huge thing for him. Like he's he is buddies with Putin. This whole thing is going on in Ukraine, and he's coming under fire for not really coming loudly out to the media yesterday and saying, you know, no war, stop this. You know, he didn't really say that with any vociferously. He didn't say it with authority yesterday. And you wonder if, you know, if it's going to impact how he performs. He probably maybe, maybe, maybe not. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe it will have an impact. Um, Washington's not a team I'm rushing to lay price with or even take them in regulation. I think the best way to go is maybe, maybe we can count on them to get to four goals since everybody scores four goals against Philadelphia. Uh, these days i don't want to lay a price i don't even love the regulation to be quite honest with the capitals i would probably prefer maybe a team total uh over three and a half plus 110 maybe philly can score two lean full game oh philly has been fine in the back of the net until they played st louis bennington played well against them but uh don't love the game but i'll lean to the capitals team total over three and a half i think that's a better option than say um taking the money line or regulation line because really if they win this game are they really going to score three goals or less? Probably not. So that's why I prefer the uh, team total. Uh, Vito, we'll start with you here. Capitals, Flyers. Yeah, I would a little bit agree with you, Jan, because I think uh, a lot of depends on your mindset in ice hockey, you know, especially in the early game. So the mindset should be at the right place. So I think it could actually impact maybe some players. Definitely should watching that at the moment. And yeah, talking about this game, I don't see actually Capitals like really favorites in this i can say also this is a draw, draw easy draw because i mean the last time capitals played flyers okay we all know the flyers are bad in the end of the game they have the, somehow managed to uh, lose to end uh way to lose the game but still they're always in the game somehow they can't score and i mean some son of was not great in last game he let in some easy goals so i think yeah philadelphia is kind of life live play here today so uh I, i'm not sure if i'm gonna jump on them i i'm just not playing capitals i think here because uh 
yeah, it's hard to trust these Capitals because last time they played, they managed to win it really, really in the end. So I think something has uh, similar can happen. Uh, Capitals is not at the best shape, I would say now. Uh, the best scorers are not scoring, so that's when you have some problems, you know. Only some depth guys are showing up. Uh, what about Oshi? I think he's uh, ah, he's in lineup now. He was in the last game, so that's a big, big uh, adjustment. Uh, but also, we'll need, he, uh, he will need some games to get in shape, definitely. So let's see how he does today. Uh, no wages for me in this game. I have no, uh, don't want to risk anything with, on this game, yeah. Yeah, to me, I, I think Washington's a little risky. I mean, maybe the team total, the full game over might get there. I don't hate the Flyers. Look, there's some people in our chat liking Philly here. They're going to have Carter Hart at least, no Martin Jones. Mr. Beachball, that's what I've been calling him, Jake, Mr. Beachball, because he can't stop any Martin Jones. Mr. Beachball, he has his day in the sandcastle. He likes building sandcastles by the beach. That's Martin Jones. Uh, and he's not in net today. It's going to be Carter Hart. So it's actually a good thing for the Flyers. And he's always played well at home, better at home throughout his career. Jake, what do you like? Well, I was sort of hoping you guys would talk me out of betting the Philadelphia Flyers here because it is tough to actual, actually put real money down on the Flyers. But there's a lot of reasons, I think, to get behind them here. They seem to play well in these sort of matinee Saturday games. They play a lot of these, so they're very used to it. Washington plays them from time to time as well. So I, I like to look at things like that. Boston plays a lot of these games. Philly plays a lot of these games. They're really comfortable in this time slot. So I, I do think that there's some value on the Flyers. It's just, and Vito kind of alluded to it, right? They just, they can't hold a lead late so I could see Philly getting up in this game and then all of a sudden you're a little nervous in the third period sweating uh, the end of your bet but I can't back the Capitals at that price and and you guys talk about Alex Ovechkin even with everything that's going on right now before this had been going on his numbers have tapered off since the start of the season he got off to that torrid start and he's kind of come back down to earth a little bit so that's concerning to me for a team that just doesn't have a lot of depth past Ovechkin past Kuznetsov past these top players if your top guys aren't going it's really difficult for Washington to score with consistency. So Philly can obviously be the cure for that. They scored five goals against Philly last time they played them, but it was it was a late surge that helped them win that game. So in terms of a money line, I would lean towards Philly. I'm still sort of undecided on it, but I do like the over six here. I think we could see some goals on both sides. I don't trust the goaltending. I don't trust the defense for the Flyers. And in terms of a prop market, I would be targeting John Carlson on the Washington side of things, a defenseman that likes to shoot the puck a lot. He's been hitting his over two and a half quite a bit you can usually get it around minus 110 minus 115 and on the flyer side of the ledger you can get uh, Travis Konechny is playing a ton of minutes for them he's he's regularly above 20 minutes uh, he's gone under a couple games recently but he's the guy that's not afraid to shoot the puck so I would lean towards Konechny maybe a look at Claude Giroux as well but Konechny on the flyer side of things and Carlson on the capital side of things for shot props Six out of 10, Carlson, over yeah. two and a half shots in the last uh, 10 games, six of them, and only even money price. So there you go. A little math on your side, uh, I think, with that one. Uh, Rangers and Penguins. We've got uh, Pittsburgh minus 160 home favorites, five and a half the total. Great game. This is on ABC, 3 p.m. Eastern uh, this afternoon, national television in the United States. They'll be doing an ABC Saturday afternoon game the rest of the regular season. So great stuff. Good job, ABC, ESPN, for doing that increasing their coverage on weekends now that football season uh, is over, which normally happens in the States. This is a tricky one. Uh, Rangers, when they're getting this price, I'm always interested, especially when you yeah. know Shesterkin's going to be a net, which is going to be the case here, obviously, in this kind of game. Uh, but Pittsburgh's off just that horrible performance against New Jersey. You'd think they're going to bring it uh, here, be a lot better, be a lot sharper uh, in this game. It was not one of Tristan Jari's 
better performances uh, in net. We'll see if he bounces back uh, for the Penguins here uh, going into this game this afternoon against the uh, Rangers. Uh, Rangers, by the way, and this has been one of those bizarre series where there's been a more tons of high-scoring affairs with these two teams for the most part, especially in Pittsburgh. Ten of the last 14 games have gone over the total in the Berg between the Rangers and the Penguins. Rangers have also struggled here in Pittsburgh. They've lost four straight here. Uh, in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. It's a tricky game. Pittsburgh's defensive game has kind of evaporated, not been as good lately, if, if, to be quite honest. I mean, they gave up four to Philly. They gave up four to Carolina, six the other night to New Jersey. They're kind of trending over. But with the Rangers, you're getting them going pretty much uh, under the total, four straight games. It's hard to bet them over because, you know, they're, they've really committed to better team defense. They score even with all the weapons they have, they score, it seems just enough. And then they park the bus when they have a lead and they look to carry it home with their defense and with Shesterkin and net. So it's a tricky game all around side or total. don't have a strong thought. Hopefully you guys do Jake. What do you think? Rangers penguins. I, I like this game. And I think that this could be a first round preview for the Stanley cup playoffs as well. If we're looking ahead to, I think all of our favorite times of the year as hockey fans and the way that the metropolitan division is trending to me, it looks like Carolina still is, is the best team in that division. Probably will get that one spot when it's all said and done. And I think the Rangers and pens will duke it out for home ice advantage. And it's going to be important because the Rangers have been so good at MSG this year that I think they're really going to want to get that two spot, get that home ice advantage. Now, this game is in Pittsburgh, so their road record will get tested here a little bit. I like what you said about the goaltending, Ian, and I think that's what I'm looking at here the most. Anytime you get this sort of plus money with Igor Shosturkin, it, it becomes pretty tempting because he has the ability to just steal games, and he's done that so much for the Rangers this season. And on the other side, Tristan Jari, I know you said he struggled in his last game. He struggled in his last three games. He's given up at least four goals in all three games right now. So he's trending downwards while Igor Shosturkin has just been solid all season. So in terms of a money line, I think I would have to lean towards the Rangers, just the way that the, the Penguins are playing and the, the goaltending performances from Tristan Jari lately. So that's the way I, I would play this. I, I'd probably look to, to Igor Shosturkin. I don't tend to play Rangers shot props a lot. They're not a team that shoots. They're actually, I think, 30th in the league in terms of shots on goal per game. And they actually give up quite a few shots on goal per game. So if you're targeting shot props in this game, I think I would lean more towards the Penguin side, look to maybe a guy like Evgeny Malkin, who seems to sit at two and a half and you can get pretty good value for him. The rest of the Penguins, you got to pay up for Crosby. Gensel's usually a three and a half guy. Even Brian Rust is a three and a half guy as well. So I, I think the, the player to target on the Penn side would be Evgeny Malkin for me. Yeah, because it's always, you want to look for the value as well. And with uh, Malkin, uh, he's only minus 108 in terms of over two and a half shots. And he's gone over that in, uh, if you t uh, pair it down to the last five games, uh, he's gone over that three of the last five. Uh, you look at Crosby, you know, again, you, you got to lay a big number with him, even though he's gone over eight of the last 10, it's minus 165 for him over two and a half shots. Uh, I think there's decent value on Latang, to be quite honest yeah. with you, from the blue like line that. for the Penguins. Minus 130, two and a half, over two and a half for a guy that's gone over that seven out of the last 10 games. That's pretty good. And I think you're going to see a lot of rubber fired at Shesterkin. You mentioned it. Rangers give up a lot of shots. Pittsburgh's pissed off losing to New Jersey. They probably fire Shesterkin over saves prop. If you can find that, yeah. good bet, I think. Shesterkin probably will face a lot of rubber today. Igor Shesterkin over saves something. I'm going to lock that in for sure. I like that because even though I kind of think the Rangers are the lean for me as well from a side perspective, I think Shesterkin will be busy. And he will be very active in net today. Probably face a lot of shots from this Penguins team. Uh, what do you think, Vito? Rangers, Penguins. Uh, yeah, well, looking at this game, 
Pittsburgh has lost now uh, two games in a row to division rivals, Carolina and New Jersey Devils. This is another division rival game. Uh, I mean, when they played against Toronto, I think it was three games ago, they did very well in that game. They had the offensive zone time. That was uh, that was what they were looking for, at least the coach. They were missing some zone time, so they were missing some you know, pressure on the players uh, on the opposition team. So that they get, get, got that against Toronto. Then it didn't click in the next games. And now we play here Rangers. I mean, uh, a lot of the, I think a lot of will be decided on the special teams here. So uh, the guys will try to keep out of the box, I think. Well, yeah, definitely there's a little goalie mismatch. I mean, with uh, just talking perhaps in the Rangers and uh, Jari. Well, but Jari also has to step up his game a little bit. So, yeah, I think everybody is like here. The price wants you to take Rangers, obviously, here because it's definitely that, that, that if you look like it's a 50 50 chance. But I just think uh, Penguins should break the losing streak. streak. I mean, they haven't won at home for a long time. I checked, and uh, I think this is the spot where they can be, uh, beat Rangers. And I took them yesterday on in the regulation at like plus 115 price. So, yeah, I, I haven't played Penguins for a long time, you know. Uh, so I think it's a nice spot for me to uh, play Penguins today. Because, yeah, yeah. Yep. In theory, you would think this is a better effort from Pittsburgh today. We'll see if they can get it done. And congrats to Melissa Cunningham. I see her in the chat. The brand new mom. Congratulations, Melissa. Uh, we appreciate that. Melissa's been a special guest on the show already. We're going to have her back when she's ready. I know she's going to be busy. She's got her hands full, literally now. New baby in the house. But uh, we'll get her back on the show uh, as, uh, down the road for sure. Uh, congrats on... Uh, Congrats on being a mom. Beautiful thing. Uh, and uh, if, if you see on, on her Twitter, she's posted a uh, picture of the baby already. So amazing stuff, Melissa. Congrats. Uh, nice to see it went. Uh, everything went smoothly, which is all what we want in the end. Uh, Montreal and Ottawa. As we move on here, we got Ottawa minus 160. Uh, home favorites here. Six the total. Minus 155, actually, at DraftKings. Uh, the total right now in this game, six across the board. I'm liking the, uh, the road dog here, believe it or not. How do you argue with this uh, little momentum that the Montreal Canadiens have, which is big momentum right now? And they're beating some decent teams. And Buffalo, not so much the other night, uh, shutting them up, but they shut them out. Montembeau's been very good now, a couple games in a row. We've got to acknowledge how much better he's playing. Of course, I think the de defense is playing better in front of him as well. Uh, but they beat Toronto. They beat St. Louis. You know, they've beaten some decent teams during this little win streak that Marty Saint-Louis and his Canadians have put together uh, as of late. I think they can keep it going here. It's Ottawa, obviously, is always capable of winning, and they showed that against Minnesota. Big upset win uh, earlier this week against the Wild. Uh, but there's something about getting a price like this with the way Montreal's playing right now. And they've got confidence. Uh, Cole Caulfield looks like a different player. I think you just got to keep taking him to score a goal right now with what he's doing. Josh Anderson's another one that's had some new life since the coaching change. There's a couple goal score props to consider for the Montreal Canadiens tonight. Again, Ottawa formidable, uh, obviously capable. Uh, still, though, without Batherson and Norris. Uh, Matt Murray, by the way, uh, is finally ready to return. Uh, he has obviously been out for a period of time, uh, and he'll look to snap. He's actually lost each of his last three starts. He hasn't necessarily played poorly in those games. Lack of goals from his team have been a big reason, but and certainly I think he's a little bit better than Forsberg uh, as an option in net for the Senators, but uh, I think Montreal is the way to go here at an underdog price. And the Hamburglar is back. Andrew Hammond uh, for the Canadians tonight, the Hamburglar in net. 
Of course, we know they rallied around him in his first start with the Canadians last Sunday against the Islanders, getting him a big win there. Uh, you know what that guy can do? We saw it with this Ottawa team that he's playing tonight years ago. He can just get lightning in a bottle and go on a run where he, you know, plays out of his mind unexpectedly and, you know, leads the team to a few wins. So uh, at this price, I would, it would only be Montreal for me at plus 135. Uh, Vito, what do you think? Montreal, Ottawa. Uh, yeah, when when uh, when I saw yesterday when the line opened, I actually thought that people will bet more Canadians, you know, in this spot. It uh, looks like some people are still looking on Ottawa here. Uh, but yeah, my view of the game, well, let's touch on props a little bit for Ottawa. Team Stutzler, definitely something to look on. Uh, and from Montreal, yeah, I would go with something like Suzuki and Caulfield. Uh, pa -pam. Uh, yeah, but uh, I like, what about the goalies? Is Matt Murray confirmed? Yeah, Matt Murray is confirmed. Well, I like how he's been playing lately. I mean, uh, and there is Ham Hamburger on the other side, one game only. I, well, I think it's a kind of a coin flip game. So I definitely think that I have circled Montreal. I haven't placed any wagers, but yeah, if, if I would like to play this game, this is another division rival game. So we will ex expect a high, uh, tight, high intense game and it will be decided on the puck luck. So basically it can end in the draw. And then you are in a better spot with Montreal because I think these teams are even when it goes to the overtime, you know, and so on. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be close game. Yeah, draw draw is an option here as well. I think draw is an option as well. We only have Jake for a few minutes, so we'll get his thoughts on this game. Then we'll let him run down the rest of the card game by game quickly. Uh, what do you think, Jake? Here, Montreal, Ottawa. Yeah, I like a lot of what you guys said here. And Ottawa is a team I actually are I'm very interested in targeting the rest of the season, but not at this price. I, I'm more interested in targeting Ottawa at a big dog price against good teams because I actually think they can play up to that sort of competition. Laying minus 155, minus 160 with Ottawa, that's a that's a totally different story. And that's something I'm not really interested in. I just don't think there's a ton of value in the sense here on Saturday night. These two teams always play each other tough, no matter how good or bad either team is. It always feels like they get up for a bit of a rivalry game here between these two sides so Montreal on the money line would certainly be the play if I'm playing anything there I don't mind the over six I know you guys said um, you know Matt Murray has been playing well and I certainly agree with that but Montreal has been scoring more lately they, they've shown their offense Cole Caulfield has woken up some of these top guys have woken up and I think Ottawa can score enough as well I still don't trust Montreal's back end and their goaltending completely so I think this could hit the over six on Saturday and in terms of a, of a player prop market Caulfield is starting to, to get a lot of love uh, for a good reason with what he's been doing and the resurgence he's had under Martin St. Louis, but doesn't seem like the market really loves Nick Suzuki in terms of the, of the shot props. You usually get much better value on him than you do with Cole Caulfield, and he just plays a ton of minutes. So on the Montreal side of things, I would certainly target him. Most of my favorite Sens shot prop guys are hurt right now. Drake Batherson, Josh Norris. So maybe look to Thomas Shabbat if you can find some value there. He's back from injury, and he looked really good in his first game back as well. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. Uh, Shabbat certainly being back. Look, instant instant impact. Obviously, they beat Minnesota his first game back. A good wild team, even with them struggling a little bit lately. Minnesota's still a good team and a great win for Ottawa earlier this week in the return of Thomas Shabbat. All right, um, we'll rifle through quickly, Jake, because we know you got to head out. Uh, Tampa Bay, Nashville, the outdoor game. Toronto, Detroit, 
Colorado, Vegas. Let's do those three games first. The outdoor game in Nashville, Toronto, Detroit, Colorado, Vegas. Jake, have at it. What do you like in those three games? Yeah, I've, I've got a couple things to say here about these games. The first one, I'll, I'll talk about the outdoor game first because that's interesting. I'm, I'm actually really excited to see what this looks like on TV. I'm, I'm a sucker for these outdoor games. I always do enjoy them. I know we've had a lot of them over the years, but I think they're all kind of unique. So I'm excited for this one. I'm going to go to the trusty under on the outdoor game. I usually play the unders on these outdoor games. You don't know what to expect in terms of ice conditions. Sometimes it can be a little slow, a little choppy. Now, we did see the Minnesota-St. Louis outdoor game end up going way over. So this isn't like a foolproof plan. But I think with the goaltenders on both sides, I mean, you've got Vasilevsky, you've got Saros, and you've got a total of six and a half. I think no matter where this game is taking place, I like the under. So I'm going to go under six and a half for the Tampa Bay-Nashville game. I'm going to ride the Leafs in the game against the Wings. I do think the wings are going to step up for this game they always step up play the Leafs well especially on home ice but I just think it's too much to not enough here so much skill on the Leafs side they went on a little bit of a dip I thought they looked much better the other night against the Minnesota Wild so I would play the Leafs on the puck line you can get some plus money there for the Maple Leafs and the big game of the night Colorado Vegas rematch of the second round of the playoffs last year the line is starting to shift more and more towards the Colorado Avalanche. Both of these teams played last night, Vegas with a disappointing loss, but I thought they looked pretty good. They, they were firing a lot of rubber. I, I think this is the game that Vegas absolutely needs. It's starting to get away from them in the Pacific Division. So, And you're also starting to get a really big price on home ice with the Vegas Golden Knights. So I never like to go against the Colorado Avalanche, but once it gets into this territory, I think I'm going to have to sprinkle on the, the Vegas Golden Knights money line tonight. All right, and the last three games, Boston, San Jose, Minnesota, Calgary, New York Islanders, and the red-hot Los Angeles Kings in the final three games of the night. Jake, what do you like in those three? Well, I have to, I'm contractually obligated to take the LA Kings because this is my team. I've kind of been riding them all year and they, they just look fantastic. I had them last night, money line and puck line against the Anaheim Ducks as well. I, just, I think they're the second best team in the Pacific Division. Calgary looks like the first, the first team in, in the Pacific right now. I believe that LA is actually better than the Vegas Gold Knights and will probably end up securing the second spot in that division. So back to back for them, not the best of spots but I, I do think that it's a fair price on home ice for the LA Kings so I'll be on them I'd lean towards the Sharks I don't have a play on that game just yet but the the dog price at home does feel pretty enticing Boston can go into these sort of score, scoring slumps we did see the Sharks break their losing streak the other night as well so I'd lean towards the Sharks on the money line Minnesota and Calgary is is a great game fantastic game should be a really good pace to it Look, I think the line is fair. I believe Calgary should probably be in this range in terms of a favorite coming off of a bad loss against the Canucks. They finally ended that long win streak. I'm going to go with Minnesota here on the road. I, I just think anytime I see this kind of plus money with the Wild, I get interested. I was interested in them the other night against the Leafs. Didn't end up working out, but I could go back to them here and maybe take a look at the over six as well. And, and there should be some really good shot prop value in that game. Ian, last time I was on with you and Vito, I gave out uh, Michael Backlund as my favorite shot yep. prop play. The market really caught up to him, but it's dipped back down a little bit. He went under a couple times, so I think you could find good prices on him and a lot of other Calgary Flames as well because I think that they'll be shooting the puck a lot on Saturday night. Yeah, you're not kidding about Backlund. Eight out of the last ten he's gone over. Lindholm's gone over four, six yeah, of the last ten. One. Uh, yeah, those are the two in particular, Lindholm and uh, Backlund, that have been absolutely great. So I've learned how to do like zoom, zone in, zoom in on people because we do another show where when they give the best bets, we zoom in on them. So we're going to start doing that moving forward. So, Jake, before we let you go, best bet time for this Saturday card. What do you like? 
Ooh, best bet. I oh, got to narrow it down to one here. I'm going to actually go with the uh, the under in the outdoor game as the best bet. It, it's tough to narrow it down. Have a few of those plays that I mentioned, I, I really do like. But under six and a half, Vasilevsky, Soros, I think that this should be a pretty tight game between these two sides, no matter if it's played inside or outside. And I do like the fact that it is played outside. I'm not sure what the ice conditions are going to be like on Saturday night. So give me a Vasilevsky, Soros, under six and a half as, as the play of the night, boys. All right, there we go. That's the uh, outdoor game, Tampa Bay, Nashville, under uh, six. And, it was six and a half. It's down to six, but you get plus money. You get plus 105, yep. plus 110 on that. Even though it's dropped to six, you get a plus price with that. So under six, Tampa Bay, Nashville, Jake Hahn with his best bet. Jake, I know we'll let you run. We know you got an appointment. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll do this again uh, very soon. Thanks for having me, boys. Can't wait to come back on, and uh, may the winners be yours today. All right, awesome stuff. Thanks, Jake. All right, Jake Hahn with us here on the uh, Ice Guys show. Uh, great stuff with him. All right, let's continue on. Vito and I through the rest of this card. We're going to hit the outdoor game now. Tampa Bay, Nashville, Nissan Stadium, Nashville, Tennessee, home of the Tennessee Titans, same stadium. Uh, Nashville, Pred or Tampa, minus 175, road favorites. Six the total uh, in this game. Uh, we've got a situation here where... Uh, Obviously, you've got the uh, Lightning uh, winning a game that they didn't necessarily play great in uh, against uh, the uh, Edmonton Oilers, but they found a way. Uh, we'll see if they keep it rolling here against Nashville. Nashville now has won back-to-back -back games against Florida and Dallas since having that four-game losing streak coming out of the break. Uh, fired up, obviously, to play in front of their home fans. I'm honestly leaning a little to Nashville here, quite honestly. Uh, plus 150. I never thought I would ever take Nashville against Tampa. Tampa Bay has kind of owned them. That's the only problem. Tampa Bay has really played well uh, against uh, Nashville head-to-head. Uh, -head. That does concern me just a little bit. Uh, but when I look at this, like it is, yeah, it's eight and uh, seven and two in the last nine meetings. However, two of the last three, Nashville has won. So you do have to keep that in mind. Uh, I didn't like what I saw at Tampa. Tampa was outplayed by Edmonton. If Mike Smith's halfway decent, Oilers probably beat them. Uh, the other night. Uh, so we'll see how they fare here. You would think Vasilevsky against Saros is going to be your goalie matchup uh, in this game uh, between these two teams. As far as I'm concerned right now, uh, I would lean Nashville here in this game. Uh, it'll be a small bet because it's never easy to go against Tampa Bay, but uh, Nashville to me, you know, they've won two in a row. They got a little momentum. They've got this uh, big home game in front of uh, uh, the faithful there in Nashville at Nissan Stadium. Uh, and I like the way they picked up their game here the last couple. And uh, I think they could give at least Tampa Bay a battle uh, in this one. So this is one of those, maybe you do a Nashville draw double chance thing. If, you, if you're a little bit more, uh, you know, weary of maybe they go to overtime and they lose. So you could do a double chance, draw double chance on Nashville. But I'm going to go maybe for the straight money line here, plus 150. I think there's a little value on the Preds. What do you think here, Vito? Tampa Bay, Nashville. Yeah, definitely any this kind of outdoor game, uh, both teams will try to play. I mean, we saw Wild and Blues this year, which was kind of a not what we waited for. I hope we're going to see Tyler game this time, uh, okay? Because also, I checked the temperature. We remember how cold it was then. Now it, was, now it will be like uh, 40 Fahrenheit. So it's going to be okay uh, for to play the hockey game. So I expect, yeah, very tight game. I think goalies will be sharp. I think definitely under is way to look at this. Two great goalies. I think nobody will want to give up the first goal in this game. Uh, from props, I think definitely something to watch is Forsberg. He's been hot for Predators, scoring a lot of goals. Yossi also has been maybe he from assist. I mean, all you need from Yossi is to 
shoot a, shoot a puck in a power play from the blue line, somebody chips in a rebound, or it's easy to uh, for a defenseman to get an assist, I mean. Uh, and if you look for Tampa, I mean, definitely the same guy, Stamkos Kucherov, and, uh, well, Perry. I think Perry can also chip in something in. He's been, this is uh, one of his, well, he's uh, doing very well this season, uh, Perry. I think he's like going to score more like 20 uh, goals this year. So very great season for him. And uh, yeah, well, I would uh, agree with the Ian this, uh, on this game. I definitely would uh, go with Nashville on the money line here because, uh, yeah, it will be a tight game. Any team can win can, uh, and then draw easy. So draw also is a way to look. So yeah, Nashville here is my lean and under. Right, Nashville and under for Vito here in this game uh, as we uh, get ready to go here between the uh, the early games are just about to start, by the way. Just for those of you th uh, that haven't gotten in bets yet for Edmonton, Florida, or, or Washington uh, and Philly, uh, those games are about to be uh, starting. So make sure you're aware of that uh, and uh, get those bets in if you haven't done so uh, already. Uh, all right, next up as we continue along here, we've got Toronto and Detroit. Uh, Leafs right now minus one. Uh, minus 210 road favorites, six and a half the total in this one. Um, this could be an under just because I don't know why, but I heard Sheldon Keith veto after the win against uh, Minnesota. And look, that was a low event game. I know you guys were on in the BetCast uh, Thursday night when Toronto and Minnesota played. I know a lot of you were surprised how low scoring that was. I was surprised how low scoring that was. Uh, but Sheldon Keefe said something after that game. It was a very low event game. That's kind of the way we want to start trying to play, you know, and learn how to win games like that. Uh, so it makes me think that if Toronto tries to, you know, make this game a little bit lower scoring, they're not going to mind that. And they're going to be okay with maybe a, a lower scoring, a little bit of a duller game, you know, in terms of this uh, matchup here against the uh, uh, Detroit Red Wings, just do enough to win and move on and, uh, play the next uh, play the next game. You could see uh, that kind of mindset here for the um, for the uh, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs here in this game against Detroit. Distracted. Philly scored already. Holy shit! They're barely a few seconds into that game, and they have uh, already scored uh, and are up one nothing here uh, on uh, the Philadelphia uh, on the Washington Capitals in that game. So it's one nothing Philly there. Uh, but getting back to Toronto, Detroit. Obviously, they got back on track. I'd lean to the Leafs in regulation here at minus one forty. Uh, in this game, look, the Red Wings are going to have trouble at times when they're playing the absolute best. We saw that against Colorado. Is Dylan Larkin back tonight is a big question uh, for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. He's been uh, out. He missed that uh, Colorado game day to day. And you talk about an impact uh, absence. That is an impact absence. Uh, you know, he missed Thursday's practice. He's still a question mark. We'll see. It looks like he's going to be a game time decision tonight because you're talking about a 54 point player this year for the Detroit Red Wings, 54 points in 47 games. He's been magnificent uh, for Detroit, uh, but definitely uh, a situation where uh, you've got the uh, uh, Detroit Red Wings obviously will miss him mightily if he doesn't play uh, tonight against Toronto. Uh, I lean Toronto in regulation, but again, you're talking minus 140. I don't like that price nearly enough here going into this uh, game tonight. I would have wanted a little bit cheaper than that. But a lean Leafs in regulation, total at six and a half. I won't touch it either way because Toronto could be too much offensively and could score five on their own. And then maybe Detroit only scores one because Toronto is trying to commit to better defense. They got a great game from Peter Morazic as well against Minnesota. It looks like it'll be Jack Campbell. It is Campbell tonight confirmed for the uh, Leafs. Um, so it's 
It's a game that I'm going back and forth on, but I'm going to lean a little bit too. With Campbell, though, he can his games continue to go over the total. I think eight and one or nine and one to the over in the last nine or ten starts for Campbell. So maybe you do lean over, but I don't like the reason why I'm staying off the over probably is because of what Keith said. It was a low event game. We got to try to win these games. We got to try to play in these type of games and learn how to be comfortable in these type of games. So it makes me think, hey. If we play a conservative game, we play a 3-1-4-1 game tonight, that's fine by me. That's what it sounded like from Sheldon Keefe, the head coach. So it's a tough game. It really is. I lean Leafs in regulation in the over, but that's probably going to end up staying away. Uh, Vito, what do you think here? Toronto, Detroit. Uh, yeah, while talking about this game, first two meetings ended very high scoring. I mean, yes. uh, first meeting was 4-5. It was nine goals. And the second meeting, Detroit, Detroit was leading in a third period, I remember. And then Leafs found a way to come back and win that 7-4. to four. A lot of empty netters as well. But yeah, while talking about this game, I mean, from the props, definitely for the Detroit that wins Larkin, yeah, uh, has been scoring. And I mean, Detroit has found some ways to score the goals. I mean, they're just allowing a lot of goals as well. And they're a pretty young team. So we can see a lot of turnovers, a lot of mistakes. You know, they don't have so experienced guys. But they can contribute on the board i mean they can score like larkin cider is very great in defense i mean but also he makes some turnovers when the goals are scored so i don't have any wagers on this game but i think only way how to look this one is uh yeah perhaps well leaves regulation but for me it's hard to trust this leafs team when the last time they played they were down in this game so well we expect to beat them better but you know always leaves bring up something that you don't like so i just the price is a little bit too less for me in the regulation. Yeah. I love to have at least minus 125. So, uh, yeah, well, I lean over, to be honest, in this game. I think uh, Detroit will get their goals because, uh, yeah, Leafs can try to play defense better, but I think Detroit still will find a way to score, like, at least two, three. And then we'll, we need, again, like, three, four from Leafs. So I think it will push, o- push over today. So that's, that would be my lean. Uh, yeah, that's it. I don't have a real big idea to be honest in this game. I'm just gonna give you some facts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. It's a tough game. That's okay, and that's the time of year we gotta learn that you know the game, especially days like a Saturday, a Tuesday, a Thursday. There's lots of games. You're gonna be itching to find something, you know, to look at in each game. Sometimes you're just not gonna find it. You know, you're just not gonna find a great value laden bet in certain games, and kind of feels that way about this game. Yeah, I kind of like Toronto, but price is too high. Yeah, I kind of like the over, but it's six and a half. And we just heard the coach say he wants this team to play tighter defensively. So it's tricky uh, all around. But you're right. Toronto, Detroit have kind of gone over. You know, they've kind of had high scoring affairs, as you mentioned. And so it makes it a little bit more difficult to uh, make a firm decision and feel confident about it either way. Same with this next game. It's a great game. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, Colorado and Vegas, there's some serious injuries here for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. It's a shame to see them uh, being hit by the injury bug again, uh, but that's what's happening here. We've got Colorado minus 170 uh, road favorites now in Vegas, the total six uh, across the board uh, in this one. I mean, for the Vegas Golden Knights, they lose, of course, last night to Arizona. Uh, and now all of a sudden the injuries are mounting again for this group. Mark Stone's been out for a while. Alec Martinez is on IR. Uh, Robin Leonard remains out. Jonathan Marcheseau is out now. Dylan Coughlin on the blue line is out. Matthias Yanmark is day-to-day. And now Max Pacioretty uh, as well as day-to-day. Both of those guys, Yanmark and Pacioretty, left the game uh, last night against Arizona with those injuries. Marcheseau didn't play last night uh, against Arizona. So, I mean, all things were, were equal. 
I mean, I would be interested in Vegas. Revenge spot. They got shut out. They got blanked by Colorado uh, the last time uh, they played the Avalanche here. And it was in this building a couple weeks ago. Darcy Kemper was uh, fantastic uh, in that game. Now, you'd like to say they're going to play a lot better here, but they're certainly not going to be at full strength. And, you know, that's the concern when you face Colorado because we saw last night against Winnipeg, all it takes for Colorado is one period to completely turn a game around. They were down 3 nothing. They got off to a very flat start against the Winnipeg Jets, down 3 nothing, and then it was a literal avalanche on the Winnipeg Jets uh, in the last two periods. Uh, it was all Colorado from that point on, and they turned that game around completely uh, against Winnipeg. That's what they're capable of. And uh, McKinnon looked like a man possessed. Beautiful goal. I mean, that end-to-end rush goal that he scored – typical Nate McKinnon goal. I mean, and and it's something that uh, we've seen from him quite a bit, you know, in his career. So, uh, I mean, when you look at this for uh, Nate McKinnon, those are the kind of goals uh, that he can score. Uh, And certainly he had another beautiful uh, end-to-end rush uh, type of goal uh, to help uh, Colorado win that game last night uh, against the uh, uh, Winnipeg Jets and help them come back. So we'll see if they can keep it rolling here uh, in this game tonight. Uh, as they take on the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, a depleted Vegas team. All of a sudden, I thought I was going to make a case for Vegas, Vito. Uh, They're just too banged up for me uh, in this game. There's just too many injuries. There's too many absences. I worry about that. You're going to get Darcy Kemper in net, who's been very good lately for the Avalanche. He wasn't so good against Boston in his last start, but the whole team was brutal in that game against the Bruins on Monday afternoon. So, I think it's very difficult right now to trust Vegas with how depleted suddenly they are. It's key blue liners out. It's key forwards out. Top six forwards out. Stone and Pacioretty both out. Martinez out. Marcia Soap maybe out again. It's a lot to take out of your lineup against one of the best teams in the NHL. So I initially lean Vegas probably off the game now. Uh, Vito, what do you think here Colorado-Vegas? Yeah, well, first thing is a revenge spot. I like to play those, but uh, if we just look at the moment how Vegas looks, I don't see any hot players, you know, who's going to score. Like every team, when they win, they have someone who is contributing, you know. Calgary had lean home line. You know, every time a team starts to win or something, they have some players which are scoring constantly. At the moment, for Vegas, nobody is scoring goals. And uh, uh, if you look at Avalanche, guys, uh, uh, yesterday McKinnon, 14 shots on the net. I mean... 14 shots on the net, that's a lot. And seven shots for Landeskog. That's 21 shots for two players. So those guys are shooting the puck. And if you look at Vegas, uh, uh, last game against Arizona, yeah, they had uh, many shots on the net. But you know who had those shots? Theodore, seven. Carrier, six. Pietrangelo, five. Those are all demon. Well, Carrier not, but okay, those two. So where's the forwards, all right? All the forwards, like two shots. The Dono, Akel, three shots. Some minus... Uh, some mi- uh, plus minus is in minus for them. So, yeah, it's hard for me to back. I would like to back, of course, Golden Knights, but since they are so injured and obviously the line moves in favor of Vegas now, uh, so it's more valuable. Yeah, well, I don't see how we can play Vegas here. I think, well, obviously they will try to bring their best effort, but sometimes effort is not enough if it's just not clicking for that whole team at the moment. You know, you just, I think you Echo needs like eight, ten games. And then uh, we will see how the the line the, how he does there because if if at the moment we watch uh, Vegas they are like 
uh, second or third place, but there's like three points and they will be out of the playoffs. I mean, if they talk about this old stuff like Mark, Mark putting the stone on the IR and Martinez and we will take them in the playoffs, uh, what happens if they don't make the playoffs? I mean, they are just three points away to be out of the playoffs if perhaps they lose tonight. So, I mean, it's a very important game for Vegas. I think they should win this one. So, not not laying any price. We'll just watch this game. But, yeah, I, I cannot play Vegas in this game. And I'm not also playing Avalanche. So, yeah, we'll just I think the game should definitely actually stay under. Even even if it's a back-to-back, I think it's, it, it still will stay under, yeah. Yeah. I think if you like Vegas, play them in the first period. Uh, because I think maybe in the first period... A little bit of energy, you know, rally around a tough lot. You're right. They out, they Wedgwood was terrific last night. There's no question. But at the same point in time, you can say Wedgwood stole the game. You can also say, yeah, but Stone was out. Yeah, but Pacioretty left the game. Yeah, but Marcia so was out. And you still got to have those guys. Like when you miss that many key forwards, you don't have as many players with that clinical, surgical finishing ability right around the front of the net. And yeah, Wedgwood was great uh, last night for Arizona, but you're just missing that elite level finish when you don't have Marcia. So when you don't have patch when you don't have stone like the Vegas golden Knights didn't. So yeah, part of it, you chalk it up to great goaltending from Scott Wedgwood last night. Part of it is without those guys in the lineup, you're not finishing as well around the net, maybe as you would with those guys uh, in the lineup. So uh, we'll see if Vegas, I, like I say, if you like Vegas, maybe jump on them early. And cause we know with Colorado, they get stronger as the game goes on. We saw that, last night uh, against uh, the uh, uh, Winnipeg Jets. After that bad first period, uh, they turned it around big time. All right, Boston-San Jose. Uh, We've got Boston minus 180 uh, road favorites in this game. Uh, The total uh, currently at, um, looks like the total's at five and a half here, pretty much across the board uh, in this one. Uh, San Jose did beat, uh, or actually lost to Anaheim their last game uh, against uh, the Ducks. Uh, they ended up losing that one, but actually bounced back and they beat the Islanders. That's the one. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. They did win their last game. It was the Islanders that they beat. An Islanders team that we thought maybe we could trust them to go on the road, beat this struggling San Jose team, and they just could not uh, get the uh, job done. I shouldn't be surprised. That's the kind of year it's been uh, for the Islanders so far this year. Uh, and now we're seeing San Jose against this Boston team. I think Boston should win this game. Jake DeBrusque to score a goal is absolutely going to be a bet for me in this game. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, as Jimmy Murphy said with his beautiful daughter, Maddie, that was a great surprise yesterday, seeing them on the show joining us uh, yesterday, especially Maddie. Maddie was phenomenal giving out the picks yesterday. Uh, terrific delivery from her uh, with the uh, picks uh, on the uh, show. But Jimmy has said that Jake DeBrusque is you know, being put in a position to showcase his talent and ability and his skill for other teams. They want to trade him before the deadline. Uh, They're looking to do that. And the way, and Jake DeBrusque knows that, hey, there's a trade market for him. If you're going to inflate, and if you're going to increase your value, you know, you got to play well going into the trade deadline. Well, he has played well. He scored in back-to-back games for the Bruins. I like him to score a goal tonight as well. Uh, anytime goal scorer prop here for the uh, Bruins uh, going into this game against the Sharks, who we know have been giving up goals in bunches uh, for the better part of, uh, you know, since really the All-Star break, they have struggled defensively. And as I've mentioned countless times, James Reimer has kind of fought the puck. Not so much the last game. He actually made 40 saves, 40-plus saves against the Islanders. But I don't know, again, how much is that James Reimer playing well? How much of that is the Islanders' offense doing what they often do? Underwhelming. Uh, and uh, that could be part of the uh, issue they had as well. So 
I think Boston probably would be the lean here for me in regulation. I might go with a team total option instead. Three and a half. You can get plus 130 for the Boston Bruins over three and a half with their team total. I think that's the better bet. Why, you know, lay minus 180 or even take Boston uh, in regulation, which is, you know, I think still not even as good of a price as you can get on the team total. Uh, Boston in regulations minus 110. Why take any of those when you can go plus 130 for the Bruins over their team total? You know, I think they can get to four goals tonight. Uh, when you look at the fact they just got uh, Brad Marchand back, they've got him, Bergeron, Pasternak all back. They've got Jake DeBrusque feeling it offensively now and playing with confidence, looking to showcase himself before the trade deadline. And a San Jose team that they only gave up three to the Islanders, but they gave up before that four to Anaheim. They gave up four to Vegas. They gave up five to Vancouver. Uh, they had really been giving up goals in bunches. So I think it's a reasonable chance the Bruins can get four goals here. That would be the way I would bet it. Bruins team total uh, over three and a half plus 130. Uh, Vito, what do you think? Boston, San Jose. Yeah, well, I guess I would agree with you on this bet uh, because, uh, yeah, San Jose has been giving a lot of goals. I mean, Reimer, he was good in the start of the season. Now he's not playing good anymore. And if we just watch, well, for the San Jose in the standing, standings, also this is a super important game. I mean, if they win, they will be like five points away. If they lose, they will be like 10 points away, I guess, from the playoff. So this is a, like a game, I think, where the future will be decided if they can fight for the playoffs or they are totally done, I think. So this is one of these games for San Jose. This is a Boston team, which is a great club, but they are not at their best this year. So I think San Jose should be able to beat them. But uh, yeah, it's just hard to lay anything. So I think over if the total is at over five and a half, I think that's the way to go in this game. Uh, I would definitely, I think 4-2 is very easy, uh, very easy score for Bruins to win. So because the Sharks last time they played the Ducks, I think uh, I went over five and a half and it ended like 3-3. It was like, yeah, because yeah. there is like not so many shots, but I mean, there's still those scoring chances they are getting, they're so good. So I think, yeah, Bruins definitely look at that. The brusque pasta, we are waiting already from these two guys' goals, you know. And yep. well, I think Sharks definitely get some goals as well. They have a few guys like Couture. I mean, he's been scoring. Well, Meyer, Hartle, they can Hartle can also score. So I think they will not get shot out at home. So I think over is the way to go yeah, in this game. Yeah, you can get, by the way, two Bruins, Craig Smith, Taylor Hall, over two and a half shots. They've gone over in seven of the last 10 games, both of these guys, over their shot on goal numbers. And you can get you can get great prices with these two i'm looking at the prices right now uh craig smith over two and a half is even money and it's plus 110 for taylor hall they've gone over in seven of the last 10 and you can get plus money on both of them over two and a half shots i like that brent burns over shots john massey excellent call i was going to mention that as well he's gone over in eight of the last 10 games over two and a half shots he's shooting a lot from the point and they've gotten a lot of power plays to san jose and only minus 130 you know, for his shot on goal props. So uh, absolutely terrific stuff uh, in terms of shots on goal props in this game. They're great value bets, all of them. You know, Hall, uh, Smith, and Burns for San Jose. Seven out of 10 or more. Seven, they've hit their over shots on goal props. Hall and Smith in seven of 10. Burns in eight of the last 10. And all of those prices are minus 130 or better. So I, I like that for a goal score or for shots on goal in this game those three players in this Bruins and uh, Sharks game. All right, we move on now to the next game, which is a good one, Minnesota and Calgary. 
Uh, both teams off losses. Both teams looking to bounce back here tonight uh, in this matchup. We've got the uh, Wild uh, currently, or sorry, Calgary rather, minus 150 uh, in this game. Uh, the total, uh, six pretty much across the board. Uh, Jake Hahn was with us earlier in the show. He mentioned Minnesota. I'm kind of disagreeing uh, in this one. I kind of like Calgary in a bounce-back spot. They, obviously, they were embarrassed uh, by uh, Vancouver the other night. Talk about what a way for their win streak to end. It ended with authority, not just the win streak ending. It ended in shambles, uh, just a debacle from start to finish for the Calgary Flames against Vancouver. I guess you could say they were due for a really bad game, but still, it was pretty alarming to see them play that poorly uh, on uh, Thursday night against the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Uh, we'll see if they're able to bounce back tonight. It uh, looks like Jacob Markstrom will be in net for Calgary. No goalie announced for Minnesota. Talbot has been struggling lately. We've talked about Cam Talbot a lot. He hasn't been as, as sharp lately. Capo Kakinen has kind of been the better goalie, and he played against Toronto. Can't really fault him. He only gave up two goals to Austin Matthews, uh, and they, they didn't score for him. They lost 3-1. to one. Uh, But Minnesota's struggling right now quite a bit. Uh, we'll see if they can bounce back. But, you know, they have definitely had an issue. They're 1-4 and four their last five games. They've been outscored. They've been doubled. Doubled up in score in goals by the opposition in these last five games, Minnesota. That's concerning as well. So, you know, you, you just need a little bit more from this group. The the road record continues to be somewhat disappointing uh, for the uh, Minnesota Wild this year. Uh, they, they are, uh, this is the t first meeting between these two teams for this year. Uh, but Calgary off that kind of loss, it's for me, I don't, I'm not interested going again. They're 10-1 and one at home, by the way. Their last 11 home games, they've been terrific here in the Saddle Dome. Uh, no question about that. Uh, they have uh, uh, been very good in the head-to-head -head series as well. 5-2 and two in the last seven meetings against the Minnesota Wild. So I like Calgary, uh, and I'm probably going to go more toward in regulation here uh, and get a better price. You can get Calgary in regulation here uh, closer to uh, even money. In fact, uh, plus 105 in some spots with uh, Calgary and regulation. I also like the over. I think you're going to see goals here tonight. Minnesota, I like Minnesota overs after they play an under. Uh, so I could see definitely the uh, Minnesota Wild trying to get something going offensively. Calgary's going to want to tighten it up defensively, but I would still lean to this game going over the total. And uh, Calgary and regulation, you can get that plus 105, uh, plus 110. I mean, uh, this this is going to be concerning. If they lose tonight and they look bad again, then you got to get worried a little bit for Calgary. But I'm willing to give them a mulligan. I'm willing to give you know give them a break for looking bad against Vancouver. Everybody has a bad game. I don't care how good you are or how bad you are. Everybody has just a shit game every now and then where it just everything goes wrong. That was Calgary's game the other night against Vancouver. I think they'll be better tonight. So flames and regulation for me in the over. Vito, what do you think here in Minnesota-Calgary? Yeah, interesting uh, game because we're going to see these two teams play again in two days, uh, just in Minnesota. So this is definitely one of those revenge games we're going to see. So I think I will just wait in this game, see how this one ends, and then I will jump in the next game. But, uh, in, but talking about this game, well, from the player props, I mean, definitely Calgary. I think we should rock with the same Lindholm. He's been putting, a, I think, scoring somehow every game. You know, even if it's a 2-1 game, he's the one who scores the goal. And uh, Majiapani lately, again, been on the board I practically, I think, every game. So, uh, almost. And if we watch from Minnesota Wild Point, then uh, Fiala, yeah, Zuccarello. Uh, Cabrizo been a little bit cold, yeah. But uh, 
Fiala Zuccarello, maybe you can watch also Caprizo because the players bounce back sometimes. And uh, Bukestad, actually, yeah, he returned just now from the injury. He's also getting some assists. So maybe you can find some over uh, over 0.5 points with Bukestad. Maybe that's the way to go. Uh, but yeah, I think it will be a high-intense game. I mean, both teams are off a loss. Uh, draw could be a very easy uh, uh, possible in this game. I think you can see this game ending in a draw. But yeah, overall, I think uh, Calgary is the definitely favorite. They have the edge to win this game. But uh, I think it will, will be much, much closer than the odds are saying. And I think Minnesota on the money line is the play here in this game. And Minnesota here. Uh, a little bit plus 130 in this one. Could there be some leveling off for the Calgary Flames? We know they've been on fire. They've been on a roll. Uh, is this a time where they start to regress a little bit? Like We're going to find out a lot tonight because this could – Calgary is – one thing about Calgary is they've been streaky the last couple of years. They've had instances where they've gone on win streaks, and then when they've started to go the other way, they've kept going the other way. So, But they've been good at home, really good at home. Uh, I'm willing to give them a chance tonight. They lose tonight. I may not back Calgary again for at least a few games because it could be a sign of them maybe starting to have a little bit of a, a, a skid, which every team, no matter how good you are or bad you are, like I said, every team in a league like this where everything is just so competitive every night, you're capable of going on a little bit of a funk in a funk and in a little bit of a skid. Just ask Minnesota. You know, they're in one right now. So uh, I'm going to go with Calgary tonight in regulation over as well. But again, I understand that maybe there's some le- uh, regression on the way and maybe a, a skid on the way for Calgary after this tremendous cooling off of the flames, if you will, uh, following that incredible win streak. All right, before we get to our final game on this card, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL and NBA. Now with the NBA back, new customers can bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL and NBA. Must be 21 years of age or older. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources void where prohibited minimum five dollar deposit gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER download the DraftKings app sign up for an account use the promo code THPN all right it is our final game now of this Saturday card uh it is a great card looking forward to seeing it how it unfolds uh we'll wrap it up with the New York Islanders taking on the Los Angeles Kings the Kings crown the Kings right now uh, because they look as good as it gets at the moment. We'll see if they can keep it going tonight. Uh, they are minus 125 uh, home favorites tonight. Uh, the total, uh, five and a half here uh, across the board uh, in this game. Even with this being a back-to-back, and even with the New York Islanders being the rested team for the Kings, and even with this being the Islanders with the rest advantage, I like L.A. again. How do you back off the Kings right now? And the way they are playing at the moment, they're playing great, terrific hockey. Nobody can stop Adrian Kempe at the moment. I think you just got to keep taking him to score a goal like I did last night was one of my goal score props. And he does a one better. He scores two goals 
last night uh, in the four to one victory uh, over the Anaheim Ducks. So uh, he has been magnificent lately for uh, the LA Kings. His shots on goal props are cashing. I follow shots on goal. Keep betting the same stuff that's working. I mean, the LA Kings have been a, a very good uh, team for me from a betting standpoint. Betting them to win, taking them on the money line, taking Doughty shots over, taking Ayafalo shots over, Kempe shots over, Kempe goal scorer props. Those have been the things that I've been continuing, continuously going back to the well with for the LA Kings, and it has been working very well uh, for the uh, for the LA Kings as of late. Like I said, I know they're back to back, but Vito, I'll tell you this, and you may even know this because I know you played in California for a bit when you were in the United States, they played in Anaheim uh, last night. They're playing at home tonight. That's not, there's no travel. There's no travel at all. It's just a trip down the highway to get back from Anaheim to LA. This is not a big deal. They don't have to fly anywhere. They can stay in their own homes or wherever they stay, wherever they stay in LA, the Kings players during the season, they can stay there when they have that game in Anaheim last night. Cause it's just a trip down the road. So it's not a big deal. I mean, they're not flying anywhere. It's not as big or, uh, di- or as tough a back-to-back uh, as you would normally think. Uh, the Kings can probably still find a way to get it done here against this Islanders team, who I uh, shouldn't be surprised anymore when I see them lose to the Sharks, who hadn't won a game since the All-Star break, and the Islanders are the first team to lose to San Jose uh, since the All-Star break. They actually did finally score goals, but they gave up some, and that's been kind of the issue with the Islanders, too. Their defensive play... Uh, hasn't necessarily been as good uh, in recent games. Uh, crazy as it is, at five and a half, I'd lean over simply because the Islanders have gone over in four straight road games. Their defensive games kind of crumbled. They've gone over the total four, one and one to the over in their last six games, uh, the, the New York Islanders, believe it or not. So I actually would lean to the over at a plus price with this being five and a half. You can get plus 100, even money with the uh, over in this game. I'd lean net with that for a smaller bet, but absolutely coming right back to the well here, Vito, with the LA Kings at minus 120, minus 125. They're just, to me, much better than the Islanders at the moment. Uh, even though they've got the spot and scheduling disadvantage, I think they can still take care of business tonight. Uh, what do you think here, Vito, Islanders and Kings? Uh, yeah, well, my look at this game is that, uh, yeah, well, still, the, if LA played yesterday in, in Anaheim, uh, they still gonna play their first home game now after a very successful road trip, what I would call. And uh, I think this is very simple, actually, with Islanders how they play. I mean, we can track which games they're gonna win, which they, games they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose every next game after they're gonna take a win. They cannot win two in a row. I mean, they will lose every back-to-back game because they are just haven't won any back-to-back games this year, I think. And uh, we are in this situation right now. Islanders are playing tomorrow. Ducks. And I think Islanders actually tomorrow, uh, today will bring some good effort. I mean, last time they lost two to three at home. Uh, that game was crazy. I remember it was a low scoring game and it was like four goals in then. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I think um, I'm leaning Islanders in this spot. I played Kings actually yeah, yesterday and I won that bet. But this time, uh, you know, every day is different in the NHL. You know, all the th- everybody thinks now the Kings is good. So once you hear that everybody thinks, the, uh, thinks and talks about how good is the Kings, uh, books hear that and they lower the price on kings and then kings lose so i'm on the islanders i think in this spot i mean that's how i handicap sometimes so i think islanders take care of business here today very good interesting that's a contrarian is the word for that uh contrarian and sometimes you know contrarian is the way to go uh and uh 
I wish you well. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I wish you well. But uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I think the I think the Kings. When I look, when I watch these two teams, I just see a much faster team. I see a team with a whole lot more long term upside with the Kings compared to the Islanders. And the Islanders do have the spot edge. Let me see what the Kings have done on back to back this year. Uh, what are they on back to back? See, they're actually five and five, and they're three and two after a win on a back to back, second of back to back games. So that's not bad. There's a lot of teams that are very bad on a back to back situation. So uh, King's not bad in that. And with 500 records, second night of back to back games isn't terrible. Yeah, let me t- touch on the props maybe a little bit for LA. Definitely, you talk, talk about Ayafalo. I think, well, you mentioned, I think, Kempe or no, Kempe scoring yep. all the time. Kopitar yes. and Arvidsson. Arvidsson, I think, also might chip in something. He's playing good. He's getting some shots. And for Ireland, there's too many players, I would say, because all of them <laughs> score, you know, some games. So Palmieri comes on the board and he doesn't score. So there's like Paris, Nelson, Palmieri, Barzal. I don't know. When it's too much players, you know, and all of them are not, not like super hot, none of them, you know. So it's hard to point out any good player at the moment. So I would say, I guess, I would, would not guess which will score. I would just stay off. And just lay for props on LA like Kempe, you thought I follow, yeah, and Kopitar Arvidsson, those guys, Dory shots, yeah. But yeah, for the win, I win Islanders. <laughs> That's my just win. No, I will also play them. I will also play them. Yeah, I will also I just thinking I'm looking how the price now changes, you know, up and down. So I will I wanna see when it's the best price to jump in. But I think well, I will lock it in soon. Yeah, I'm an Islanders in this one. All right, liking the Islanders here, Vito, uh, the uh, underdog road underdog price here against the uh, L.A. Kings. Patrice Bergeron, some, someone in the chat saying he's out for Boston. He was, he did miss practice yesterday. He wasn't feeling well uh, for the Bruins. So I, I don't see confirmation yet that for sure he's out. Um, but, yeah, he missed practice yesterday. There's a chance he could be out, but I have not heard confirmation just yet. I'm looking and looking online and on Twitter and – I don't see or hear anything, or I'm not reading anything yet that he's for sure out for Boston tonight against San Jose. But obviously, anytime you lose Patrice Bergeron, it hurts. It sucks. Uh, so we'll see if he's able to uh, play tonight in this game. See, I haven't seen any updates just yet uh, in terms of his status for tonight. But I, I do know he missed practice yesterday. So keep an eye on that, obviously, as we get closer to puck drop for the Bruins as they play San Jose uh, later tonight. Uh, great stuff, uh, Vito. A uh, great job as always. We thank Jake Hahn, our special guest who joined us earlier. He had to leave uh, earlier because of an appointment, but uh, we'll have Jake back later on in the season for sure. We've got a lot more guests coming on the way uh, in the next uh, few weeks and months as well. Looking forward to it. So uh, the Ice Guys is rolling. We've got almost 2,000 Ice Guys YouTube channel subscribers. We thank you for that. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Those of you watching anytime on YouTube, whether it's live or whether you're watching the show archived, make sure you hit the like button. It definitely makes a difference. Uh, we appreciate it uh, very much. And, of course, download the podcast, too, whenever you can't watch the show live on YouTube. All right. It is time for Best Bets to wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Uh, Vito, uh, we will start with you. Saturday Best Bet. What do you like? Yeah, guys, well, hard to choose, uh, to be honest, something here today. Well, I think I'm leaning to that Pittsburgh here. I, I know they haven't played too good. You know, they have lost a pretty a lot of games. But Rangers is also another team which is, like, very putting a lot of pressure and shots on the net like Devils. So I think Pittsburgh should get a win. I mean, they have lost, like, three in a row and two to division rivals. So I will go with uh, Pittsburgh in their regulation here. All right, Pittsburgh. 
Penguins in regulation here for Vito against the New York Rangers. This game is going to be starting uh, pretty soon, actually, a couple hours. It's one of the uh, afternoon games coming up, uh, so make sure uh, you uh, are aware of that. 3 p.m. Eastern uh, less, uh, with the uh, opening face-off there, Rangers and Penguins. Vito likes Pittsburgh, minus 105 uh, in regulation uh, against the uh, New York Rangers. Uh, and again, 3 p.m. Eastern with that game starting. Uh, a national TV game on ABC in the United States, and they'll be doing an ABC game Saturday afternoon in the NHL for the rest of the regular season, which is great uh, to see that with uh, national television coverage of the NHL picking up in the United States now for the rest of the season, now that football uh, is uh, over uh, for another year. All right, my best bet is going to be, uh, as we look at this card, uh, it, this was a tough one for me to come up with best bet because uh, there's a lot of games that I'm on the fence with, uh, great card, great viewing card, a little bit of a trickier betting card. Um, but I'm going to go underdog with the Nashville Predators. I, something about this I like. Plus 155, plus 158 even in some locations is the, the price you can get with the Predators here. I think they're live here in this game. You know, this is apparently there's a great environment, a great atmosphere. You never quite know what you're going to get with these outdoor games in terms of ice conditions. So that could, you know, level the playing field a little bit, especially for a team like Tampa Bay, you know, a team that really relies on the crisp tape to tape passing, the great playmaking abilities, all these kinds of things. Uh, it's definitely a spot for me where you could definitely see Tampa Bay having a more difficult time making plays, crisp plays with the puck in an outdoor game such as this. Nashville's more of those, you know, forechecking, cycle the puck in the offensive zone uh, type of teams. Yeah, I could definitely see this uh, being a game where I think because of the conditions, there's a great atmosphere. I'm seeing a great ambiance in Nashville. They're fired up for this uh, first ever outdoor game. Uh, for the Nashville Predators, I think that's going to boost them a little bit. And to be honest, I didn't love Tampa Bay's first game off the one-week layoff against Edmonton. If they faced any team with better goaltending, they would have lost that game for sure. I mean, and everything Tampa Bay shot toward the net went in. And a lot of that was weaker goaltending. So, Predators, there we go. Best bet, plus 155 against Tampa Bay in the uh, Stadium Series game. Uh, that is going to be my best bet. Uh, Nashville plus 155 against Tampa Bay. Uh, for best bet for me. All right, there you go. That is the ice guys for a Saturday. Uh, great show. Thanks to everyone for joining us live on YouTube. Hit the like button on the way out. Reminder, the ice guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. Uh, thanks to Jay Khan for joining us earlier in the show. For our guy Vito, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. Vito and I will be back with you tomorrow on Sunday, noon Eastern, uh, for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.